Chapter 9. Introduction. Quote, Procrastination is one of the most common and deadliest of diseases, and its toll on success and happiness is heavy. Unquote. Wayne Gretzky. If you don't water the plants until tomorrow, they'll survive. If you don't feed the dog until the weekend, he'll probably live. He'll even wag his tail and love you next week, if he survived the weekend, of course. If you don't take a stab at giving your dream a chance, if you keep putting it off until things are just right, until this project is completed and that task is taken care of, if you talk about your dream with, with your friends as if you're going to start any day now but never do, if you go into long conversations with strangers on airplanes about your thoroughly researched plans for your dream future but you get off the plane and never speak of it, if you think that someday will come, if you wish and want and plead and pray, but take no action, if you keep it all bottled up inside and never let it out, if you think someone will come along one day and ask if you're ready to begin day one of your dream, if you're waiting, if you're pretending, if you're living the life you know is not the truest version of you, if you don't take the first step, if you don't give your dream a chance, at least a peek outside of its tightly closed prison cell, if you don't start. Whew, heavy. Yeah, sorry. Okay, I'm not sorry. Still, let's lighten things up. Procrastination is when you walk by the loose screw in the door hinge 87 times and each time think about it, say to yourself that you're going to fix it, kick yourself that you don't do it, even tell your wife that she'll do it, still don't do it, then finally one day, seemingly spur of the moment, you fix it on the 88th time. You just spend one hour and 11 minutes of your life not doing the thing, and then you do the thing and it took less than two minutes to finish. Get screwdriver, make four good turns, done. That was light. Now we can go back to heavy. I gave you a chance in the beginning of this book to opt out, to stop reading, to keep dreaming the dream, but not actually living the dream. But if you're this far, if you're still reading, then the dream inside of you is alive and, maybe not so, well. I didn't mention this little tidbit of horror in the first chapter, but there are consequences to keeping that dream bottled up inside you. They are nasty, real, and nowhere near fun. If you're not ready to get real, you can just lounge around in the procrastination section and hang out there for a decade or two like I did. Here's what happens if you never take action towards living your dream. It will eat away at you. It will rot your insides. If you never let it see the light of day, it will fester and bloom, but will only thrive inside of you until it's like a tumor. At some point in your life, there will be less room for other important bodily functions, and you will begin to suffer physically, emotionally, and psychologically. It will make food taste less good. It will make your daily life seem worthless or less important, which lead to you feeling worthless or less important. At the end of each day, you might fall asleep to the nightmare that you didn't take any actions towards your dream and wake up with the threat that you might do the same thing again. I suppose that, after an extremely long time, if you don't ever, ever let it out of its cage, it will 
possibly slowly die. It's possible that it might go away completely. Can you ever get it back? I don't know about this scenario, but for me, it never went away. But maybe it's possible. Death of your unlived dream might sound like a good thing, except this isn't something you want to get rid of. It's something you need and desperately want to keep working. This thing is your heart. Maybe in your next life, if you believe in that sort of thing, you'll be able to live your dream. Maybe if you're a cat. Otherwise, we only have one life in this body, on this planet, and it's now or never. Well, or we can start tomorrow. Or never. The good news and the bad news is that the choice is completely our own. It's good news because we can decide to take a stand and take a step towards our dream. It's bad news because we can choose not to. Or we can choose to procrastinate. I don't know if this will all happen to you, but it happened to me. Then one day, I turned around and started walking the other way. What? I hear you again stand up, this book still in your hand, staring incredulously at the words, your popcorn spilled all over the floor. Well, that sure sounded easy. Why didn't you just do that before? You talk to the book. Then I hear you whisper to yourself, Dang, this guy is a slow learner. But you read on. Because that first step was the biggest, nastiest, and most difficult step in my life. That step was in the direction of my dream, and I knew I couldn't turn back. I wasn't ready. I was scared to a level that I had rarely, if ever, experienced, because you can only be truly scared of the things you care about. I took the first step. That was in 2012. That seems like ages ago now. But the time before that was longer, much longer. Eternity-style, waiting at the post office, and then they close longer. Procrastination time is slow time. You know that setting on your camera that captures life in slow motion? Procrastination is living in that mode. It's torturous. It's slow. It's slow torture. But when you break free from its grasp, it switches to regular video mode. You step off the treadmill or the sand dune to a place where each step forward doesn't equal one or two steps back. You move forward in real time. Let's get there.